Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Hi everyone, welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about ways to do um, freezer meal or freezer cooking, sort of doing freezer cooking, not like fully doing freezer cooking, which is sometimes talked about as um, once a month cooking, um, where you do like these big meal prep days and get food packed in the freezer so that you can basically eat for a month out of the freezer without having to cook each night. I did do some of that at a point in the past. So at one point when my kids were really young, I got kind of really overwhelmed with keeping up with everything um, because I had three fairly young kids um, together, kind of within a somewhat short-ish period of time, kind of like like a normal period of time, but still kind of... um, young my first two were two years and two months apart and then my second and third were two years and I think 10 months apart so I had you know generally three small kids um for a period of time which and I work full-time and uh it was just it just was crazy (laughs) at the time as I'm sure some of you are probably going through right now So at one point I started doing, um, they had like a place and I don't know if they still have these. I'm guessing they do, but I'm not sure. They had a place where you could actually purchase, um, meal kits like at a, where they, they basically put the meal kit together for you and you could choose like say five or six different meals and you would go and pick it up and it would be like a freezer bag and inside it, it would have like the chicken and the seasonings and oh, I guess it's probably just like those meal delivery services. What am I talking about? Of course they have those. I've never actually used one of those meal delivery services, so I don't know like exactly how it comes, but as I'm speaking out loud, I'm thinking, oh right, it's probably like the same type of thing. But this was before they really had those services. So it was like a place and you could go on their website and it would show you the meals they had available for the week. And I would order some of the meals and it would, like I said, it would come in a kit. It would have the instructions. It would have like the prepared chicken and the seasonings and whatever the sides were and all that all in one thing. And it made it so much easier for me to manage getting dinner done. So I really loved that for a while. And then I started realizing how much it was costing me to do that. This was way back before frugality was even a thing for me. (laughs) We just like kind of 
spent money not crazy but like I don't know we, we didn't have the best like money saving skills back then so I was doing um, I was doing that for a while and then I was like this is just too expensive there's got to be a better way to do this so I started getting really into like the whole once a month cooking thing where you would prepare like several meals and um, you know uh, you would freeze them like you would do like say like four lasagnas or like, I don't know, three meatloafs or whatever. And you would spend like a whole day preparing food, but you would be able to kind of stock your freezer and have a bunch to um, feed your, your family over the course of the next month. Even if it wasn't every single day, there, would, there wouldn't necessarily be a meal every single day. There was um, an abundance of meals to pull from from the freezer on a busy night or whatever. And I was trying to kind of get into that and figure out like the best way to do it. It was kind of overwhelming to me to do the entire like 30 day meal prep, which I did try and do once where I took like a whole day and kind of followed a plan and and cooked all these meals. Um, Then what I started trying to do was where I would just do like, say like four batches of a meal and freeze it. So say on a Saturday, I would decide, okay, I'm gonna make meatloaf and I'm gonna make like five of them and I'm gonna maybe make one tonight and freeze four. So even though I didn't get like a month's worth of meals, I got four meatloafs in the freezer and then maybe the next weekend I would make something else. So I would kind of accumulate stuff in the freezer that I could cook from. So that worked well for a while until um, my kids started to get a little bit older and then that was the time when they started getting into activities and we had things at night and things on the weekend and friends and just so much going on that then I felt like overwhelmed by the idea of doing any meal prep. So I kind of got off the meal prep for a while as far as like the freezer meal planning and all that type of stuff. Um, And honestly, right now I don't do any of that. I don't do any freezer, I don't make anything specifically for the freezer. I will definitely freeze things when I have leftovers, um, but I don't usually typically purposefully make extra stuff at this point in my life. I definitely do wanna get back to it right now. It's just not something I'm in the habit of right now and my current meal planning is working for me. Um, But what I did wanna do today, now that I kind of talked forever about just randomness, um, I wanted to talk though about a period of time where I was doing um, freezer meal prep, but it wasn't like meal prep. So it's kind of like things I did to make meal prep easier, but I would, I wouldn't call it fully prepping meals. So what I mean by that is I would do things like if I knew I was going to be making chicken nuggets, like for, for dinner one night, I would, when I got the fresh chicken, when I brought it home before I froze it, I would take the time to cut it up into small pieces um, and then I would freeze it just like that. So I'd cut it up into the chicken nuggets and freeze it. And while that doesn't seem like a a lot, um, I had the time when I did it. I don't remember how I had the time when I did it because now when I go grocery shopping, I'm like, I come home, it's late. I must've been doing it on the weekends or whatever, but whatever I was doing, I had time to prep some things when I bought the groceries before I put them in the freezer. Maybe I put it in the fridge and did it the next day. I don't remember what I did. 
but I would do things like that. I would cut up chicken for chicken nuggets so that on a busy night when I came home and I was making the chicken nuggets, I would defrost that specific bag of chicken. I would like mark it with a marker to say it was chicken, you know, cut for chicken nuggets. And then it would already be cut up for me. So then I could just quickly bread it, pop it in the oven, and that would get going. I would do things like um, take, um, if it was in the summer, I would take chicken breast and I would cut it, like slice it into um, like fillets, and then I would marinate it. I would put the marinade in the bag and freeze it that way. That way on the day I took it out, it would marinate in the bag and then I could just throw it on the grill. I would do the same thing with steak. I would make, um, I'd put steak in a bag, put the marinade in, and then that way when I took it out and it was defrosting, it would automatically marinate and then I could just throw it on the grill. So I did a lot of kind of like prep, but it wasn't, I wouldn't call it like freezer meals, but it was anything I could do to make the prep on the night a little bit easier um, to get dinner ready when it was like time to, to cook. Then I, I did do some kind of full meal prep, but they weren't like big meals. They were really, really easy stuff, like taco meat. Sometimes I would make like a double batch of taco meat and I would freeze it into portions. And then that way, if we wanted to have tacos one night, I could literally just grab a bag of already made taco meat, heat it up, take out some taco shells, chop up some lettuce, tomato, whatever we're gonna put on them and have a really quick meal. I also used to love making meatloafs ahead of time and I really should start doing this because it was so helpful. Um, and what I did with that is I didn't cook the meatloaf, but I would make the meatloaf mixture like all the way up until the point where you were going to make it. And I would put it in a Ziploc bag and flatten it and freeze it that way. That way it would store really easily in the freezer. And then the night we were gonna have meatloaf, I would just take that bag out, let it defrost, push it into a, um, a loaf pan and then bake it and we would have meatloaf. Um, I would also use, I also used to do um, meatballs. So again, that is like a meal, but it was just kind of like something that was really quick and easy. I could make like a big batch of meatballs and freeze, freeze them in portions. Um, I would also do like a huge batch of sauce and freeze that. I would also do some of the um, like crock pot meals where you put everything in a bag. And again, it's not like cooked. It's more just kind of putting things together. Like I have um, one recipe that's like sweet potatoes. I forget what it is. It's like sweet potatoes, green beans, and chicken. And basically what you do is you just put chicken, green beans, and sweet potatoes in a Ziploc bag and freeze it. And then that way the day you're gonna make that crock pot meal, you literally just take that out of the freezer, dump it in the crock pot, and then add whatever. I think it maybe it had some seasonings or whatever that you added to the crock pot. So things like that, just trying to think, like, is there a way, is there anything that you can do before you put that food in the freezer that can help you be a little bit more prepared for the meal you're gonna make or to make that meal prep a little bit quicker? Um, those things can be really helpful even if you don't have the time or don't currently desire to take the time to do meal prep ahead of time. It's kind of like you're still using your freezer to help you plan meals and to be prepared. You're just not getting full meals prepared. And then of course, also taking advantage of meals that you do cook 
to actually create freezer meals, but not necessarily intentionally, but like I said, if you have leftovers. Like some of our favorites that we use for future meals that we don't even intend to at the time, it just a lot of time works out that way. Um, things like um, pulled pork, like sometimes when I make pulled pork, it all gets eaten, sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't all get eaten, I'll freeze it it can either be a lunch if it's just a small portion and maybe it's only going to feed a couple people. It could be a dinner. Um, same thing with like um, French dip. I like to make French dip. Sometimes it all gets eaten. Sometimes it doesn't. But things like that freeze really well. And if you take the time to freeze it and make sure to remember to use it so it doesn't just sit in the freezer and go bad, those things can make for easy meal preps. In, on future nights when you are really busy. So even though you might not intentionally be meal planning in advance, when the opportunities arise, try and take advantage of those. Another thing is um, like chili, um, cornbread. I had made this big tray of homemade cornbread a while ago, I don't know, maybe like a month or so ago. And I, I had it in the fridge and it was like a big tray of it, like a, this big like, um, like nine by 13 inch dish. And I noticed that there was no way it was gonna finish getting, it just wasn't gonna get eaten in time. And I was kind of thinking like, what should I do with this? And I wound up freezing it actually in two sections. There was about half of the um, nine by 13 dish left, but I knew that if I froze it in that whole big chunk, like the half of the nine by 13 dish, it was still gonna be too much that my family probably wouldn't eat in like one sitting. So I decided to cut that portion into two portions and freeze it and it was actually really good like we had hot dogs and chili the other night and I was just like oh let me just take that out and I just like defrosted it and put it on the side it just was like an extra side dish to go with our dinner and I did that another time too I forget what I had made something else at the cornbread I was like oh this would go good with it and I took it out and just defrosted it so the food didn't go to waste and it helped me add like another little side dish just by kind of thinking ahead and making sure to freeze the food rather than letting it go bad. Um, I'm trying to think like if there's anything else that I do that with often. Um, but, it, oh, and the thing is too, always when you're, when you are purchasing food um, to freeze, even if it's not, like I said, for specific meal prep, always be careful about how you pack it or how you, how you freeze the portions. This is with leftovers or when you're purchasing like fresh meat that you're going to freeze for later. It can be so tempting sometimes to just throw stuff into the freezer. But if you don't take the time to divide it up into portions that you're going to use, it makes it really difficult to use it. And especially if it's leftovers, you're probably going to wind up wasting some of it. Because if you, if you freeze this like huge portion of leftovers that will never get eaten in one sitting, you're either not going to take it out of the freezer because you know it's going to be too much so you'll you'll be tempted to just leave it there or if you do take it out you're not going to wind up eating it all and then some of it's going to wind up getting thrown out so just taking that time up front to divide out your ingredients um, into portions whether that's ingredients like fresh ingredients or whether that's um, leftover meals just kind of making sure you take the time to um, portion those out properly before you put them in the freezer. And also make sure you have your freezer organized in a way where you can find what you have in there. Um, one tip I have, because my freezer used to be a total nightmare. I have a chest freezer in my basement where I keep um, a lot of 
mostly like all the meats and stuff. And then if I'm freezing anything for later, I'll always put that in there. So it used to be a complete nightmare. I could never tell what was in there. Everything was just randomly all over the place because there was no really no real way to contain anything. And one day I looked for tips online on how to kind of organize your chest freezer. And I found this great tip of using um, grocery bags, like the, um, the, what do you call it? Like the canvas grocery bags. So, and this was, this was years ago, but I saw this tip and I, ever since I started doing that, I always know what's in my freezer. I, I have several of the canvas bags and I put everything, um, in categories like together like I have like one canvas bag that's like chicken breast I have one canvas bag that's like ground beef I have one canvas bag that's just like random frozen stuff like I don't know like appetizers for New Year's Eve or whatever just kind of like frozen things that you buy like pizza rolls or whatever things like that and then I have another one that might be like pork chops or things like that whatever but the thing is is that because they're in the canvas bags and all like items are together it's easy to see what I have, so I'm not buying things that I that I already have, and things aren't going to waste because I see what I have. It's not getting like trapped down at the bottom of the freezer, and I can pull out each bag and move them. Like I literally just, when I need to get down to the third bag below, I literally just lift the other two bags out, put them on the floor for a second, get what I need, and then put them back in. So it's easy to access everything, it just, it's really helpful. So if that's somewhere that you're struggling with keeping the food in the freezer organized, maybe look and see, depending on the type of freezer that you're trying to organize, what ways you can um, make that um, improve on that, because that can really help um, make sure you're using your freezer properly and, and being able to use up what you have. So anyway, I'm kind of uh, going in all different directions here, but basically what I wanted to do is just say, you know, meal, prepping um, a lot of people really go all in and do full freezer meal prep where they do have like fully prepared meals a lot of like casserole type dishes crock pot meals instant pot meals um, where you can be prepared you spend like a day or two and you just go crazy and cook and then um, you have stuff for a month and I love the idea of that I really do I just haven't gotten to a point in my life right now where I have the time built into my schedule to do that. Um, so I just kind of wanted to encourage you that even if you love the idea of that, but that's not something that works for you right now, just try and think of what things you can do to be a little bit more prepared or to do a little bit of prep um, before you freeze things to make sure that they're as easy to use as possible and as pre prepared as possible before you put them in the freezer. Make sure you're saving things that can be future meals and making sure that you save them in portions that will actually be eaten by your family. So that's it for today. I hope this episode was helpful. Um, I really appreciate um, a recent feedback that I just got left, um, a review on Apple iTunes. It was super, super exciting when I saw it. Um, so I just wanna say thank you so much. I was gonna read it to you, but I am like, hold on, I'm, I'm fumbling to get to it because I had another podcast app up on my, um, not another podcast app. I had another podcast up on my screen and I couldn't see the rating, but I see it now. Okay. So actually, oh my gosh, as I went to read this to you, I got another review. So thank you. Thank you so much. I got another new review. It's 
from BRC in Baltimore. And it says, this podcast is a pleasure to listen to. Down to earth, lots of good tips, planning to implement Lola's tips on improving your yard frugality this spring, an area in which I often overspend. Looking forward to it. So this woman, I can tell by what she wrote, she actually went out of her way and sent me an email thanking me for um, this episode that I did on sprucing up your yard um, by like in a frugal way with just kind of doing some cleanup and, and just doing some simple things that can help make your yard look nice with a lot of, without spending a lot of money. So I'm, I'm super thankful that she left me that review. And then the one that I was originally going to read you um, said, best ideas ever. And this was from Wendy's 134926. And she said, I'm so glad I found this. She has great practical ideas that are applicable to everyone, definitely recommend. So these reviews, first of all, they're so nice. Like you have no idea how excited I get when I look and I have a new review because they're very hard to come by. And I, like I've said before, I totally get it. Um, you're just listening and you move on to the next podcast and whatever. I totally, totally get it. Honestly, I don't think I ever even left a review for another podcast until I started doing a podcast and realized how difficult the reviews were to get. So um, I'm only seeing that when I do get them, they are so exciting to me to see. It's I, I appreciate them so much. But even more importantly, that's what helps grow the podcast because when the algorithm sees um, ratings and reviews being left, it'll start recommending it to more people. So that's why it's important to me because I am trying really hard to grow the show and it is very difficult because there are so many podcasts out there. It's really hard to get um, the podcast noticed and distributed to others. So... <laughs> With all that being said, if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating and review if you haven't already, I would really, really appreciate it. And thank you so much to those of you who just did. And uh, that's it for today's podcast. And I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode. And don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. And you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.